0: your copy of God's Word, please, and be turning to Acts chapter 2 again, and I'll let you know this will probably be one of the shortest messages that I've ever preached, but I doubt too many will be upset about that. We're continuing our series called Church Matters, and we're going back to God's Word, and we're looking at God's blueprint for the church and His plan for the church, and we're considering. What the church does The functions of a church right now And we're holding Red Hill Baptist Church Up against God's word And seeing exactly uh, what God wants to do Whether he wants to change something Or wants to strengthen something Or wants to to tweak something Because this is his church And uh, we're looking right now At the functions of the church What the church does What the church is to be doing And one of those functions Is celebrating the ordinances, celebrating the ordinances. And uh, these are things that are not man's invention. These are things that man did not come up with, but the Lord ordained. And there are two ordinances uh, that are clearly presented and practiced in the early church. And those two ordinances are the two ordinances that we practice here, uh, the ordinances of baptism and the Lord's Supper. Now, this morning we'll be celebrating the Lord's Supper together. And uh, we want to talk a little bit about that. But if you found Acts chapter 2, we want to go back and read about the early church. And uh, as we begin reading, we'll start at verse number 40. And I want you to be looking for these ordinances. Baptism and the Lord's Supper. And then we'll look specifically at the Lord's Supper before we actually partake of it today. Acts chapter 2, beginning at verse 40. And with many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, be saved... ...from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received this word were baptized. And that day about three thousand souls were added to them. And they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods, and divided them among all as anyone had need. So continually daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those... Who were being saved The two ordinances of baptism and the Lord's Supper We see baptism clearly in verse 41 Then those who gladly received their word were baptized And a lot were baptized It says that day 3,000 souls About 3,000 souls were added to them But then we look at this passage and say Well, where is the Lord's Supper? Well, we find it at least once, possibly twice Look in verse 42 where we're uh certain that that is the Lord's Supper being mentioned there, where it says, And they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. Now watch this next phrase. In the breaking of bread and in prayers. It's obvious that the breaking of bread mentioned there is more than just a meal. There would be no sense in the Bible having to tell us that they continued eating. Because that's a given. But it says they were breaking Of bread, it's the idea of the Lord's Supper. Now, it may have included a love feast. They may have had a meal together and also celebrated the Lord's Supper. But it's obvious what's being mentioned there is the Lord's Supper. That phrase is also mentioned, breaking bread, in verse 46, where it says, So continuing daily with one accord of the temple and breaking bread from house to house. That may have just been eating together and rejoicing together. But it probably also included... Uh, A time of celebrating the Lord's Supper Because that phrase is used again It's mentioned again Breaking bread from house to house They ate their food with gladness And simplicity of heart Now here's the question We know what the ordinances are There are two of them But what are they about? What are they for? Well, very simple this morning I want you to look at our doctrinal statement And I put this on your sermon guide If you look at it with me there Where it says Baptism in the Lord's Supper And here's what God's Word teaches Here's what we believe. Here's what we practice. This is a quick summary of what the Lord's Suffering and Baptism is all about. Look at it with me there as i read it. Christian Baptism is the immersion of a believer in water. That is someone who's already been saved. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It is an act of obedience, symbolizing the believer's faith in a crucified, buried, and risen Savior. The believer's death to sin and burial of the old life. And the resurrection to walk in newness of life in Christ Jesus. Now notice this it is a testimony to his faith in the final resurrection of the dead. Being a church ordinance, it is prerequisite to the privileges of church membership. Before you could be a member here, you must be baptized. It's also a prerequisite to celebrating the Lord's Supper, it's the first act of obedience. It's not crucial to your salvation. You're saved by grace through faith alone, not water baptism, but it's the first act of obedience. Then notice the Lord's Supper we're going to be doing today. The Lord's Supper is a symbolic act of obedience, whereby members of the church, through partaking of the bread and the fruit of the vine, memorialize the death of the Redeemer and anticipate his second coming. Now there are those in our world who would teach that as you eat this bread or drink this cup, that it bestows grace upon you or gives you some kind of merit. No, it doesn't. We're going to be drinking grape juice and and bread today, and it's a memorial. It's symbolic, it's a picture, it's a reminder of what the Lord Jesus did for us. The bread reminding us of the body of the Lord Jesus, the juice reminding us of the blood of the Lord Jesus. It is a memorial. In doing so, we look back. We look back to the cross and what Jesus suffered and what he did for us. We also look forward. The Bible says as often as you do this, you do show the Lord's death till he come. You were in adult Sunday school today. We studied about the Lord's coming, uh, the second coming of Christ. And of course, prior to that is the rapture of the church. And so we look forward forward. To his coming again. But while also we look around. You say, well, what do you mean? Well, in two senses. We look around because as we celebrate the Lord's Supper, we're celebrating and fellowshipping with the risen Savior. He's alive. We rejoice in him today. We, we fellowship with him today as we celebrate. And we also rejoice and look around. to are reminded of the unity that is ours. Because we are one in the Lord Jesus Christ. We, we sometimes sing and often sing and will today a verse from blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in Christian love. It's a time of unity. It's a time of where we're together as the body of Christ. Today we remember. What the Lord Jesus did. And we also rejoice in what He did. The Lord's Supper is one of those things where it's mixed. There's a time of of, of reverence, yes. But also a time of rejoicing. Because of what we're thinking about and what we're remembering. It's a time of remembering, rejoicing, reverence. And also a time of renewal. As we celebrate the Lord's Supper each time. It's a time of renewing our love for Christ. As we think about what Christ did for us. And it's also a time of renewing our love for the body, for one another, as we partake in unity and harmony. If anyone has anything against anyone, now is the time to correct that. Now is the time to go and settle that, that you may be able to come and in unity and harmony rejoice in taking the Lord's Supper. Realize, beloved, what a blessing the ordinances are. These two. Baptism and the Lord's Supper. As we're part of the body of Christ. What does the church do? Well, one of the things it does is it celebrates the ordinances, baptism and the Lord's Supper. Today, we'll celebrate the Lord's Supper. We'll rejoice together. We'll renew our love for Christ and love for one another. We'll remember what he did for us. We'll rejoice in what he did for us. And we'll remember that he's coming again. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for these ordinances These things that you have ordained. And Father, as we prepare our hearts today to partake of the Lord's Supper, I pray that you would help us to keep our hearts and minds focused upon you. Bless the choir as they sing. Bless us as we read your word together, as we allow your Holy Spirit to search our hearts, as we sing and lift our voices in praise. I pray today you'll truly be honored and glorified In this place. We love you and praise you. And thank you. And we ask this all in Jesus name. Amen and amen. your hymn book, please, and keep it close by. We'll be doing uh, several responsive readings here today. You'll need your hymn book and that sermon guide. As we prepare our hearts today, we want you to be an active participant in our worship. And uh, we'll be reading a responsive reading 684 on the cross, suffering and death of the Lord Jesus. And in this particular reading, I'll read the portions in regular print. If you'll read together, please, the portions in bold print 684. Cross suffering and death this is from Luke chapter 23 as you read God's word together 684 in your hymnal cross suffering and death you'll read please the portions in bold print and then we'll sing together 684 cross suffering and death when they came to the place called the skull there they crucified him among with along with the criminals one on his right and the other on his left
1: Jesus said Father forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they died of these clothes by asking
0: lost. The people stood watching and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others, let him save himself, as he is the Christ of God, the chosen one. There was a written notice above him, which read, this is the king of the Jews. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God? He said, since you're under the same sentence, we are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus called out with a loud
1: voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed
0: his last heart. We know God will bless the reading of this word. Turn back to 144. As we continue preparing our hearts, I'd ask you to stand and sing with us, please. When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my richest gain I count but loss and poor contempt on all my pride. 144, would you stand, please, and sing 144. be seated. If you would turn back, want to read one more passage of Scripture, uh, 698 in your hymnal, and we'll read this one as we did the last one. I'm reading the regular print, and if you'll read the bold, please, as we continue thinking about the Lord's Supper, and we read now from 1 Corinthians 11 and 1 Timothy chapter 1, uh, God's instructions to us concerning the Lord's Supper, 698. 698, the Lord's Supper. This is why we celebrate the Lord's Supper today. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it and said,
1: Take me, this is my body, which is broken for me, this too.
0: After the same manner also he took the cup, and when he had supped saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, this do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as
1: eat this bread and drink
0: this cup, to Wherefore whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord.
1: Let the man be himself, and so that he the bread and drink the of
0: For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. That passage tells us that we're to examine ourselves before we take the Lord's Supper. I've already mentioned that it's for believers, for those who know the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's a time where we can come before we come to the table. We ask the Holy Spirit to search our hearts, to search our lives, to put his finger on anything that needs taken care of. Anything that may be hindering our fellowship with him. And so I want to give a few moments for you to personally examine your heart and allow God, the Holy Spirit, to examine your heart and to pray and prepare your heart. And then, after we've had a time for personal examination, we'll pray together the prayer that's printed on the front of your sermon guide, that prayer of confession. And so if you'll take a moment, please, and let the Lord examine your heart, prepare your heart as we prepare ourselves to come and take of the bread and juice today the Lord's Supper. Would you pray wherever you are and allow the Lord to look at your life If you would, if you would pray aloud with me, please, that prayer of confession that's printed on the front of that sermon guide. This is a prayer. We'll pray together aloud. Would you pray with me? Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us. That we might delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen and amen. We want to sing again. And I trust your heart is right with the Lord. and. As we sing, if you need the words of Amazing Grace, it's 330. As we stand and sing Amazing Grace, i sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. 330, let's stand and sing.
1: back of your sermon guide, our church covenant, I'd like for us to renew it together today as we read through it in unison, and if y'all want to grab a copy of it, we you can read together please, uh, we want to
0: read the church covenant together and renew that covenant one with another before we actually take the Lord's Supper. So everyone has that, we're going to read it together in unison. Uh, this is what we covenanted together as we became members of the body of Christ here. We renew that today. Okay. So as we read the Randall Baptist Church covenant, we do so with an eye of renewing it and our love one for another. Would you read with me, please? Having we been made and we believe by the, the Spirit God, of God to receive
1: the, the, Lord the Lord Jesus Christ as our, our Savior and on the protection of our faith, and having been baptized in the name of Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, we do now, in the presence of God, angels and this assembly, most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant one another as one body in Christ. We engage, therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of the Church and knowledge, pluralness, and comfort, to promote prosperity and eat together, we're first of all, of course, we're receiving the bread, and following that the juice, the bread reminding us of the body of the Lord Jesus, which was nailed to that cross, which was broken for us, and the
0: juice reminding us of the blood of the Lord Jesus, that blood that washes away our sin as we place our faith in the Lord Jesus. Brother Landing, would you ask God's blessing,
1: please, upon the bread? Our grace is heaven, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the blessings that you've given us. Thank you for sacrificing your body, Lord, that we might have eternal life. We pray to Lord, at this time that we may think of those things and that it will draw us closer to you again, Lord. We humbly ask for your forgiveness in Jesus' name we pray. is about the shedding of blood. There is no remission of sin. And so as we drink today, we think of that precious blood that was shed for us that we might have forgiveness and new life in Christ. Mm-hmm. Lord, dear, would you ask God's blessing, please, in Jesus' Jesus. Dear Lord, as we thank, as we, we thank Christ, for Jesus Christ, on the cross, He broke my mind, He also, and we need to accept it. Thank Lord, the If you need the words, 387, blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in Christian love, we could stand together, please, and sing, blessed be the tie.
0: 732 is that benediction. We want to speak it over one another today and ask God's blessing as we use Romans fifteen five and 6. 732, uh, let's ask the benediction upon one another. May the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you. We love you. Have a lovely afternoon.